Chickity Chick. Welcome to the Lunchtime Radio. My name is Sel Hackle. And this is where the show begins. I talk about anything and everything that is anything. It's great to be able to finally do something that I've always wanted to do, which is start a podcast and be able to share my voice, even though it's only like one or three people out there. I appreciate y'all listening. A little something about me. I'm chill, laid back, like to smoke pot, like to drink a little bit. I'm open-minded and always up for suggestions. So if you have any messages or questions, feel free to ask me. We're going to start off with a segment called Years Ago Today. And after that, we're going to play a couple songs. I'm going to play Turn of the Mac by Mark Morrison and Flavor in Your Ear by Craig Mack. So... Years ago today, in 1950, L. Ron Hubbard publishes a book called Dianetics, Modern Science of Mental Health, a book that formed into what is today the belief system for Scientology. We're going to be talking about why it's so controversial, what this book has to do with religion, why Tom Cruise is behind this religion, and why he backs it, and what it has done to people. So... Let's move on to the first two songs. The first song we're going to be playing is uh, Flavor and Year by Craig Mack. And after that, we're going to be playing Return of the Mag by Mark Morrison. And we're back. We're going to start where we left off in Scientology and speaking about Hubbard. And I'm going to start off reading a little article from History.com, which is written today. The day that the Dianetics book was released. And it states that Hubbard was already a prolific and frequently published writer by the time he penned the book that would change his life. Under several pseudonyms in the 1930s, he published a great amount of pulp fiction, particularly in the science fiction and fantasy genres. So, surprise, surprise, the book of Dianetics is a science fiction book. Which brings up the thought, are all these other Bibles, Korans, and teachings of other religions, books of other religions, are they also science fiction? Which is a question for another day, a topic for another day, which I'm not going to get into. So, let's just leave it at that. (laughs) But... Back to the, to the topic, Scientology. In this article, it states that in Dianetics, Hubbard explained that phenomena known as engrams, which he calls memories, were the cause of all psychological pain, which in turn harmed mental and physical health. He went on to claim that people could become clear, achieving an exquisite state of clarity and mental liberation by exercising their engrams to an auditor or a listening acting listener acting as a therapist. Now, I've seen interviews of past Scientology members that have gone through this and they say that the they have had more psychological pain by doing this than before they did it. But these people were forced into into foregoing the 
the auditings, as they would call it. There's actually a really great HBO movie out right now. It's called Going Clear, Scientology and the Prison of Belief. And it's a documentary. It's a really controversial documentary. And it interviews former members of the Church of Scientology. And it just shows the abuse and the weird practices that they experience in this organization. And it really amazes me that out of everybody, Tom Cruise is one of the main spokespersons of this church, of this religious organization, if you will. And he lost his wife, Katie Holmes, and his daughter because his wife no longer felt safe. So they had to leave the church. And that just brings about a lot of questions of why did they have to leave and what is going on inside of the church? And this fucking religion is so crazy. They've got people called squirrel busters. And let me know if you've heard of any other religion that has people that go around and stalk you, record every move that you make, just so if you do anything wrong, they could post it or send it to your employers or other people that you know and just terrorize you and make your life hell. I am not joking. There's people called Squirrel Busters. If you look this up on YouTube, you can look it up on Google and it's going to be crazy what you see. These people are out of their minds. They just go out of their day and just harass people and abuse of them and just mentally and physically fuck with their heads. And I have not heard of any other religion that uses that kind of tactic for fear of the public. Now let's get back to the article. It states, Though discredited by the medical and scientific establishment, it was discredited by the scientific and medical establishment. Over a 100,000 books of Dianetics were sold in the first two years of publication. And Hubbard soon found himself lecturing across the country. So this book was so successful that he was lecturing people across the country. He went on to write six more books in 1951, developing a significant fan base and establishing the Hubbard Dianetics Research Foundation in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Now around this time in the 50s, there was a lot of science, science fiction books being written and there was a huge fan base for science fiction books back then in the 50s. It was all about science fiction. You can look up movies from the 1950s and they were all mostly B-movies about aliens and robots and all that stuff. Which which makes sense for the time. I mean, he was in a time where he could sell a science fiction book and if he wrote it good enough, it would blow up. So, back to the article. It says... Despite his fast-growing popularity from books and touring, strife within his organization, and Hubbard's own personal troubles nearly crippled his his success. Ah, excuse me. 
Several of his research foundations had soon to be abandoned due to financial troubles and he went through a divorce from his second wife. So he was so deep into this that it was it was eating his own personal relationships with his family. By 1953, however, Hubbard was able to rebound from the widespread condemnation beginning to be heaped upon him and introduce Scientology. Scientology expanded on Dianetics by bringing Hubbard's popular version of psychotherapy into the realm of philosophy and ultimately religion. It's crazy to think how fast his philosophy spread because it it only took about three years for him to to spread his beliefs and and people got behind him. It's just it's like when Hitler rose to power, except this is in a religion form. Um it I guess you just have to be a really great speaker and and know what people want. And these people know what people want. And know how to speak to people. And that's what sets them apart from everybody else. And makes them narcissistic. And it just. It's crazy how people can just follow these. These random crazy individuals. And believe what they have to say. It states in only a few years. Hubbard found himself at the the helm of a movement that captured the popular imagination. As Scientology grew in the 1960s, several national governments became suspicious of Hubbard, accusing him of quackery and brainwashing his, fo- his followers. Nonetheless, Hubbard built his religion into a multi-million dollar movement that, could, that continues to have a considerable presence in the public eye due to, in part, Due in part to its high profile in Hollywood, which brings me back to Tom Cruise. Um, it's a multi-million dollar movement because they do not have to pay taxes since it's considered a religion. Which that in itself draws a little bit more questions than need to be asked. But the biggest question of them all is... How the fuck do you get charged with quackery and what the fuck does that mean? I had to look that shit up, man, because I did not know what the fuck quackery was. But the meaning of it is dishonest practices and claims to have a special knowledge and skill in some field, typically medicine, which in his case was religion. A dishonest practice of religion. And quackery is just too funny of a word to to put it into context. And to answer the question, why is Scientology called a religion? I went straight up into the lion's den. I went to Scientology.org and it states here, Scientology certainly meets all three criteria. Criteria generally used by religious scholars around the world to determine religiosity. 1. A belief in the ultimate reality, such as a supreme or eternal truth that transcends the here and now of the secular world. 
2. Religious practices directed toward understanding, attaining, and or communing with this ultimate reality. And 3. A community of believers who join together in pursuing this ultimate reality. So they pretty much had to make up a higher being. They had to show that they were praising this higher being. And that they had followers, which he had. So that's how it was able to be called a religion. That's why it met that criteria for being able to determine that it's a religion. So that means that if you have enough followers, if you believe in a higher being, if you, leave, if you believe that somebody is higher than you and you praise this person, then you too can start your own religion, generate revenue, and be exempt from paying taxes. Which is pretty much, it sounds really absurd, but that's pretty much the gist of it. That's all we have for today's segment, though. Uh, we're going to get going to the next song. And after that, we're going to do today in sports. Uh, we might get back to this to this segment tomorrow. We might do this topic again tomorrow. Depending on, on what I find suitable. But uh, we're going to move on to the next song. Here's another classic and an essential. Nothing but a G thing by Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, The Chronic, on Lunchtime Radio. <laughs> I have to play that song for the sports minute. Sports minute. Alright, so today in sports, we had a couple games. Uh, we had FC Barcelona versus Villarreal. That game ended 5-1. Favor of FC Barcelona. It was a really great game. It was some goals by Coutinho, Paulinho, Messi, and two goals from Dembele. And right now we're we're watching Real Madrid versus Sevilla. It is the 61st minute, about to be the 62nd. That game is 2-0 right now with Real Madrid losing. And tonight we're going to have game 5 of the NBA. Celtics versus 76ers. It's going to be a pretty good game. Watch out for that one. Could be an ending game. Uh, what else do we got? Looks like everything for sports today. So we're going to end it at that. Remember to always, always, always surround yourself with positive people. Positive, creative people who are willing to push you to the next level and progress forward with you and not bring any of that negative, negative bullshit with them. Because you know you can't have, be having any of that negative shit in your life because then you just get stressful and then start worrying about shit you shouldn't be worrying about and just... Block all that negativity out of your life and 
Be happy. Continue to do what you love to do. Give a couple shouts out, shout outs. Shout out to the homie David. I see you over there in the mint factory. Shout out to to Jose. I see you over there in Idaho. I see you, bro. Shout out to the homie Mohiks. Lost, but who knows? He'll he'll come back. He'll be back. Ha. <laughs> All right. So this is the end of the show. Finally done with the first episode. I'd like to thank you all for sticking around and listening for as long as you guys have to my crazy mind and for sticking around and listening to lunchtime radio. This might have not been the greatest episode, but it's only going to get better as we go. This is the first of many and definitely not the last. I'm glad I finally got to be able to do something I like to be doing and I'm glad I found an app so I can be able to do what I like to be doing. So I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue to be doing what I like to be able to be doing. So just be on the lookout and keep listening. Once again, thank you all. And we're out.